0: Life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches but there's only one McD crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour And now join Kevin Hart as he dives into the minds of some of your favorite celebrities This is Gold Mines with Kevin Hart
1: what up world you already know what it is another episode of gold mines you know what we do here we get inside the minds of amazing people and god damn it, today's episode will be no different Ah, oh, why well i'll tell you why we got my guy on the show a guy that i'm very interested in getting to understand man already already making me laugh really really coming off as the interesting individual that i know that he is ladies and gentlemen we got benny blanco on gold mines what's going on with you man
2: Oh, man. I'm just trying to figure out how to use this thing. I don't even know what we're on right now. I just put headphones in for the first time. It's not even a joke. I'm not even trying to be funny.
1: No, no. I I, I see that you're not playing. I see that you're very serious. Um, I am very excited, man, that I'm responsible for uh, popping your cherry in the space of just simply using technology for today. This is a big deal. <laughs> Now, Benny, as a producer, a phenomenal producer, a guy who's been in that space of business for quite some time, why is the space of headphone use so weird to you? This is the first time that you've dealt with the uh, the 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 Apple headphones. What's the level of new and the why?
2: I'm not like a tech savvy guy. I'm like the type of guy, like I know how to use my program, but like I don't know how to use any, if if my computer freezes, like I got to get a new computer. I don't even know how to do, I don't know how to do anything outside of like the exact things I know how to do. I use like big headphones like those, but I've never used, I talk on speakerphone everywhere I go.
1: I love that first of all, because that means that you are, you are a person of habit. You 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 know how to do what you know how to do, and you don't operate outside of those things. But let's get into it. I mean, look, if you're a producer, you are dealing with a high level of technology. You do understand
2: that. Yeah, yeah, I am. But like, I really feel like my job is just kind of this. I feel like at all times, I'm a therapist. That's basically what I do for a living. An artist comes in and, you know, insert huge multi-platinum artists that you're like, you know in your head you see someone and you're like oh my god they got to be the most confident person in the world but they come in and they're as nervous as shy as you've ever seen and i'm sitting there and i'm like you know how you feeling someone's like oh no i'm great and then you're like how you feeling and they're like no i'm great and then i'm like how you feeling and they're like i hate my life i hate this i hate that and then like <laughs> basically you're just sitting there trying to pick up the pieces and you have to find a way to make this person be comfortable enough to express this and show the rest of the world and feel vulnerable in that very moment. And, you know, a lot of people work with people they don't know. I don't know how to do that. I only work with people that are my friends. So, so I can tell them, I can be like, yo, let's talk about, you know, like one time, okay, I was writing a song with Ed Sheeran and we wrote this song, uh, love yourself with Justin Bieber. Okay. And we were sitting, I remember we had like, we were on tour, okay? And we were just leaving, we'd just gone to this like crazy Drake after party. Like, we were like, we stayed up all night. It was when Drake and Future released that album together. And we're like exhausted. And we're on the bus together, and we're like, all right, let's just write a song. And we start writing a song in the back, okay? The back of the bus. And we're sitting there. And I was like, he started writing the song and it was like the word, it wasn't from his heart. And I was like, well, what's going on in your life? And he was like, I don't want to write a song about that. I don't want to like give this girl like any more credit than she deserves. And I was like, why don't we write a song about not wanting to write a song? And then like, that's the first line. It's like, I don't want to write a song. I don't want anyone thinking I still care. I don't, but you know, and it's like, there are these moments where if you can just get to what the person's actually feeling and access that, that's going to be what people want to hear the most.
1: How do you tap into that level of talent, right? Like, because for a creative, the biggest piece in part to being a creative is realizing what you're good at creating. Uh for you, what was that? What was that realization of understanding like, wow, this is what I do? And this then develops Nothing. and becomes the world of Well, that's not true. I mean, from what you just said, and the way that you just broke that shit down, it's obviously a high level of awareness not, to like what you do well. But how did you discover that?
2: Here here's what I think. Here's what I think. I think like I think I think the same way like a 14 year old girl does, and I have like the same taste level as her. Like and I think, um I feel like uh I feel like I always want to tell an honest story because you know when people listen to music, you instantly put yourself in the situation, you know what i'm saying you're you're sitting there and you're like uh, you're like, well." Oh, I guess it's talking about me. Oh yeah, it's like it's like it's like daily horoscopes. You know when someone says they're like today you're going to see like a green car. You're like, I guess that car was kind of green. You know, like you just start thinking about shit like that and putting it into your own life. And I feel like music can connect. I can be writing a song that's about something so different than what the listener is hearing, but if they're connecting with it, then like that's all it means. So, I just try to pick stories that connect in my life and how I'm feeling at that time. And And then just do it. I kind of write music for myself. I don't really care what happens. And it just so happens that the things that I care about writing are things that I guess people want to hear you know
1: what I mean Mm -hmm. now now for me what I find most interesting about songwriters right are um, of course the choice of topic within the song but to your example that you just used with you and Ed it's more about the feeling the things that you're going through what I like is your reference to like therapy right and and talking to the people that you said are your friends Um, and getting your friends to open up about these things do you find a similarity and problem uh amongst the group that you've now worked with like is it is it mainly the world of love frustration or is it anxiety depression like what do you feel is the common thread to the problem with the entertainers today
2: we're all dealing with the same shit everyone just you know that's why like i see i see stuff like i see things written about you know people myself included where i'm like man i really wish uh you know, people put artists and musicians and famous people up on this pedestal and act like no one's a human. And, you know, and I feel like it's just the same, everyone's going through the same shit. You know, it's just sometimes if you're having a bad day, a normal person they don't have a camera in their face that's capturing that one moment where maybe they were like you know they were just a little upset or a little hungover or a little you know and I think like it's really important for people to remember that everyone is just the same fucking person everyone all these artists all these celebrities everyone shits they eat they get sad they get happy so what I like to do is I think that The reason why I connect with so many of these people is we're all dealing with the same shit. Like, it's like, yeah, I get anxious. I get really anxious no matter what. Like, I just, it happens. I get anxiety. You know, I was talking the other day to, I was with my mom. And one of my friends who's just like a huge artist and and that plays stadiums. And I said, my mom goes, do you ever get nervous? And they said, every fucking show. Are you kidding me? Until I get out there and say that first thing, I'm as nervous as like the first show I've ever done. And I got 80,000 people out there waiting. But it doesn't matter. It's like, you know, everyone's a human being. And it's... It, it's. You're
1: either referring to Ed Sheeran, Harry Styles, or Taylor Swift. Uh, or, the, or The Weekend. I mean, you only have... <laughs> for people uh, that can play stadiums uh, as a guy that's a a huge touring act. If you think I don't know the touring acts that can actually fill a stadium, you know uh, that's it. That that's you know it. Too mean, we just narrowed the we just narrowed you know the too down. much. Didn't you play a stadium? I did. I did. How'd you feel? I love it. I love it. I don't get I don't get anxiety um, attached to. The world of performing like i i'm i'm very good at turning big rooms into intimate rooms so the the highlight of a large crowd the dope thing yeah, for yeah. Me is making a large crowd an intimate crowd the only reason why i didn't do a stadium tour is because i was yeah. like well that's going to lessen the amount of dates that i would do because you know you're not doing a crazy a crazy crazy number in stadium tours because you know there's only a certain amount of um i guess you could say uh locations that have the stadiums that you are confident that you can feel or sell out so you know my confidence in selling out stadiums all over yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. that high so i said i'm gonna stay in these arenas and occasionally jump into a stadium where and when it makes sense but I wouldn't do it. I can't do a full stadium tour. I'm not that confident. No. Yeah. I don't want to look at those numbers and not see what I want to see. Now my anxiety is high.
2: Yeah. If you don't have anxiety from performing, do you ever get life anxiety?
1: No. My, I think, I think anxiety. He's like, oh,
2: I'm perfect.
1: (laughs) No, no. It's not, you know what it is? It's not, it's not life anxiety. Like I kind of have a, Fuck it, it is, and it, it is what it is, and it's gonna be what it's gonna be. Mentality. Yeah. Like, you know, from a guy that's been in the shit, out the shit, like once it presents itself, it is what it is. The the higher side of thinking about it has never like um bought me more or less. It's like I, I just grasp the the concept of reality. Like my stressing about it isn't gonna change it. So I try to be more solution. Oriented towards these things, do you find yourself uh, an anxiety guy, like a a high level anxious or anxiety guy?
2: In business, zero percent. In business, I'm like, I'm just like, man, it's always worked out for me in the long run. Sometimes maybe it doesn't work out in like that moment, but whatever happens then, there's always like something so much bigger in the future. And I don't ever stress about no about music, zero percent. Uh, or like, you know, or any of the other shit I've done, like, I don't really stress out about that ever. I always know it's going to work out. I stress out about like random shit. Like I don't fly. Really? I literally don't fly. Really? I When I go to Europe, I, I take a boat. I take a damn boat to Europe. Wow. How's that for anxiety? What? What? Why? Yeah. I drive... I don't know I drive everywhere dude, I just uh like I'm going to Vegas tomorrow. I know I'm waking up really early and then I'll and then I'll go to sleep in a car and then I'll wake up and I'll be in Vegas
1: why why can't you fly are you afraid of flying is it the is there a real fear? I had
2: a bad flight like uh maybe ten years ago. I used to fly like t- multiple times a week I had a bad flight and it was like right it was more than ten years ago it was like twelve thirteen and it was like right when like I was just I just become like so successful, so I could like I could be like oh I'll I'll take a bus there and like I and then I did it a few times and then I got in my head and then I've really only flown a handful of times like since then maybe like fifteen times in the last like in the last like. 10 plus years I've only flown like maybe 10 or 15 times but I've been everywhere in the world somehow I'm like I'm like John Madden or like how Khaled used to be
1: <laughs> yeah like Cal, I mean Khaled just got over his fear of of flying Have I you, know did if you we ever talk about talk it all to him? the time and and talking to him yeah we talked has, about it has that given you the yeah. urge to go you know what maybe he said I a kid should, maybe he said the, really his kid was the only reason he got over go. his fear So that I can travel in a more efficient manner? No.
2: He said his kid was the only reason he got over his fear. That's it. Really? Yeah, he said, my kid gets on a plane. How am I so scared? A
1: boat. How long does it take you to get to
2: Europe by boat? First, you drive to New York, okay? Then once you get to New York, it's seven and a half short days. I'm literally on the shit like, I'm on the Titanic. I take the Titanic. That's what I take. It's the same boat.
1: Benny. Benny. I know. Benny. Benny. how how many people are on the boat with you when you go?
2: Thousands. It's like a huge, you can't take a private boat. You have to take, dude, I've been on this boat so many times. It is the worst. It is the worst. (laughs) Benny.
1: Wait a second. Wait a second. So it's like a community boat. Yeah, yeah. You're taking like a. Yeah, you can't
2: take a private boat. You have to take a boat. You can't take a boat. It has to be so big because it's the waters, like, because they want you to be safe. So you can't take like a private boat across the world.
1: So, Benny, you would rather boat it for seven and a half days. You would rather take the seven day boat trip than a simple nine hour flight. Have you seen anybody to help you with this outside of Callit?
2: <laughs> yeah, imagine Cal is my therapist. Uh, the, there's 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 one guy who's gotten me on a plane. He's a hypnotist. He's amazing. He can get you to quit anything. He, his name's Kerry Gaynor. He like gets anyone to quit smoking cigarettes, anyone with food addictions. He's amazing. He's the only person to ever get me on a plane. And then, uh, uh, oh, one girlfriend did one time. I had to, like, I just had to for this thing. It was for like my best friend's wedding and I couldn't miss it. I had to go. So I did it, but like, I'm really working on it. It's like my next, my net, right, right. When I'm done with all my, like uh, next work I have to do. That's like my next thing because there's 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 one place I've never been that I really want to go, and I gotta get there.
1: I I love the honesty.
2: I gotta go to Japan. Oh my god, gotta yeah, go. You can't.
1: I mean, dude, what are you talking about? You can't. Yeah, I can't take a fucking boat to Japan. You gotta go to Japan. I know.
2: Like, I know. It's my one thing. I'm not scared. I'm not scared of anything. I'm not scared of anything. I do everything. It's the one thing. I don't know what's wrong. And you know what the fucking craziest part is? I would jump out of a plane. It has nothing to do with a plane. It has to do with like just a control of being sitting there. Like, I like to do what I want to do when I want to do it. I, fuck it. I was in a bus fire. I almost died on a tour bus. And I still get on one.
1: Baby, this may, I'm I'm being honest, this may be the most interesting thing I've ever heard in my life. Your your take, your take on this, and your <laughs> your take on like you you come off as such a free spirited like guy. Like in listening to you, like just your your yeah. way of thinking, uh it it seems to be so fucking like free, so in tune. And then we get to this flight thing, and you're like, yeah, but no. I'm gonna go seven days. And I'm gonna.
2: I know. You, You know who almost got me recently? uh pharrell gave me this talk that like literally if there was a plane right there i would have got on he gave me this talk that was like so spiritual that like i was so close i would have joined whatever religion he said and gotten on it i really I, you know what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna call him next time i'm gonna fly like he gave me the shit that made me feel so bad about myself but still so like like so like i like i gotta I, do you it know what? yeah it's my next yeah i'm honest i'm, I'm a say, really
1: I'm
2: really honest person You're connected
1: connected to so to so many uh, energy streams. And by that, I mean, like people, the people that you're around, there's such a variety and personnel, but you're able to tap into these these crazy energy sources that basically are not only valuable, but they're so different, so different, so unique, but most of them all get to the same goal of positivity, of of life and living, or becoming the best version of yourself, right? Or being happy. Like when you're talking about a Pharrell, you're talking about a Khaled, like two completely different individuals, but when you start talking about positivity, inspiration, motivation, life, they're saying the same shit just differently just yeah. with different levels of energy man yeah you know if you're pulling from that you gotta you gotta take some of that with you to I'm do trying. to do more I'm trying to step outside the <laughs> box I'm trying so right now give me give me the wheelhouse of of want I mean you know like I said dude you're in front of a lot of success you've done a lot of things what what are you looking for at this point in your career what more do you want to do uh
2: you know it's funny I like I guess in about 2016, I was, uh, I was, I remember I was, I was actually on the road with Ed. It was like 2016. And I was sitting there and we had just watched that documentary, The De- Defiant Ones with like Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre. And I'm sitting there, we're backstage. We just finished it. We were in Philly at the time when we finished it. And I was like, uh, I was like, sitting there and he was like shit man what are we doing with our lives we're not doing enough and he like then then he stood up and he went and played a sold-out show and I was sitting backstage by myself and I was like what the fuck am I doing with my life and you know it was at that point where I was like I you know I had a record label I had all the success you know I was I've been so fortunate to like you know I got successful at such a young age and somehow like turned out to not be a complete shithead. And uh, you know, it's like, you get thrown into this thing like when you're 17 years old and you're like, where the fuck am I? And you know, it had been years, I'd been in it for so long. And I remember just being like, you know, I'm tired of making songs for other people. I'm gonna, you know, I was an artist when I started out. That's how I first got discovered. And then I quit and became a musician and songwriter for other people. And then I was like, fuck, I guess I'm just gonna start making songs again as an artist and i remember i like asked my friends i was like should i should i make some songs like is that what i should do and like i was hoping kind of they'd say no but they were like yeah you should do it and they were like i'll be on it so like i started making songs and, and, and i knew i knew i knew what it what it took to make a big song so i was like okay eventually i'll have a big song but The first one I did got so big and I was like, fuck, I kind of wanted like more time to like, be like, find the journey. So then that happened. And then at the same time, you know, you know, Lil Dicky was one of my best friends and he was like, uh, he was like, I'm going to make a TV show. And then he was like, I need your help with all the music. And then he was like, fuck, you know, we're trying to write a guy, to play you, but we can't find anyone that can play you. And he was like, can you just uh, do a test shoot? And I was like, what's a test shoot? And he was like, all you got to do is just come and we're going to put you in front of a camera. And then if if you're good, we're going to do it. And I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to do this. He was like, please, man, we really need you. We're coming down to the wire. So then like, he put me in front of it. And then he was like, all right, you're an actor now. And I was like, what? So then like, all of a sudden now I'm an actor. I know nothing about acting. Couldn't know less. Like, I, like, I was like, in the way, you know, the way we do it so much is like a lot of the stuff is real stories from our life or like, we're just kind of improvising on the spot. So, so then, so then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I guess I'm an actor now. So I'm like an artist, then I'm an actor. And then, uh, you know, I'm, I, I, you, I got a cooking show. I cook, Hella food. I'm making a cookbook. I don't know. I just kind of just try to do whatever uh, interests me that day because for a very long time, I've been fortunate to be in a position where I can be like, okay, I want to do solely what I want to do. I only want to do what I want to do and what makes me happy. And if it doesn't make me happy, I'm out. And I want to do stuff with my friends, and I want to challenge my stuff myself every day to like do something that might be a little bit out of my comfort zone.
1: I was just gonna say you're you're talking about the the love of discovery, exactly, right? You're talking about the the love of finding the new thing that you had no idea would be the thing, but that you love because of the excitement and yeah. opportunity to do. Um, I don't know if you know you know I'm a producer on Lil Dicky.
2: Yeah, of course, of course.
1: Your run on that show was by far one of the funniest things that I've ever seen. The 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 introduction to Benny Blanco and your you (laughs) you and Dave's like y'all y'all chemistry, man. Like the, the chemistry that you guys had on camera was so fucking good. It was so fucking good. (laughs) that it was like that and that's what makes the show good the show's so good because you believe this world and you can tell that he's pulling from real stories real real moments and like that's what that's what really makes it special but that's where i became like a bigger fan of course i already knew of you but when you when you embrace that shit i was like goddamn like this guy's actually fucking good like
2: you're good. I don't know how to do it. It's funny. Like all, like actors will come up to me and they'll be like, man, what are you in next? And I'm like, what are you talking? I'm like, what do you mean? What am I in next? <laughs> I'm like, they're like, man, like this, this I swear to God, uh, what's his name? The superhero guy, Chris Pine. He, Chris Pine came up to me and he was like, man, where'd you study acting? And I was like, what? I, like, I don't know anything. <laughs> I literally do also Dave makes me look so much better than I am. He's so good at like editing the show. You know, he does everything for that shit. He's like he's like a fucking genius. I just do whatever he tells me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he said, What? What are you what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, what's next? Yeah, man? I don't what's know your, any What's your next gig? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't
2: That's
1: know. what he says. He's like, what he's
2: like. Yeah, I remember I remember yo, I remember the funniest thing happened. Some they like asked me to be in this movie and they were like they were like, Will you audition for this? And I was like, no. I was like, are you kidding me? You Not know how embarrassing that would be? Like I was like, the only reason I can do this shit is because we write the lines. I, I I couldn't say, imagine me playing like a nineteen forties like war veteran. Like I, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. <laughs>
1: uh, All right, guys. uh, Look, let's take a quick stop, man. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with more gold mines after this. And we're back. This is Gold Mines and I'm talking to Benny Blanco, if you did not know what an amazing conversation will happen. So, Benny, you know, I tell the listeners all the time I do this because I find uh, an extreme amount of joy in being able to talk to people that, of course, I admire, that I think are dope, but getting the world of information that people may not know that they will fall in love with understanding after they hear it. And you're doing just that, man. Like you're giving such a fucking dope presentation of self of who you are uh and what you're doing. So right now you you mentioned cooking. You mentioned you cooked, you got a fucking cooking show. Is that like is that like a real passion for you?
2: Yeah. Well I always cook, you know, it's like when I was like a kid, you know, I didn't grow up. I didn't I, I didn't grow up with a lot of money. So it's like we, you know, I grew up in Virginia, bunch of my friends, like one of my friends got a George Foreman grill. And I remember every day we would just get high and try to make new versions of sandwiches. And like, I got, I got that feeling of being like, wow, I'm like, it's just like another service. It's like showing someone a great joke, showing someone a great song. It's like that feeling when you see someone eat something and they're like, and they're like, eyes light up and you're like, fuck, I just did that. It's like instant gratification and you're like servicing, like you're, you're doing a service. So I started just loving it and then just like cooked a lot of really shitty meals for friends until I learned how to get better. <laughs> and then, you know, when I got successful, like I used the only fame I cared about was like meeting every chef and like learning everything, going to all the restaurants and and you know, I, I I like I've gotten to cook with some great people, and then I made a show with my friend Maddie Matheson, who's like an amazing chef, and he's mm. also he's got a show right now that's so big right now, The Bear on uh, FX. He he made that mm-hmm. show, the executive mm-hmm. producer of that show, and like you know, we just started making funny ass shit, and people liked it, so we kept doing it, and then I don't know, now I'm making a cookbook. I don't I don't know, man. I just wake up and I just try to do. I don't know. I try to, I wanna, I wanna just like do shit that makes me like happy and excited. And when I'm sitting around a dinner table talking to my friends and they're like, what'd you do today? I wanna feel confident and be like, wow, I did, I really did like a full day. Like every day, I want every day to be the best day I've ever had. Like it's like, it's like, and people will be like, yo, you're doing too much. You're doing, and I'm like, what do you mean I'm doing too much? This is what I wanna do. Like it's like, I know, I know tomorrow, I know like, I know tomorrow is gonna be a crazy day. I don't even know exactly what's going to happen. I know I'm going to Las Vegas. I know I'll probably stay up all night. And I know I'm going to have a lot of fun. And then I got to wake up. And then the next day, something else will happen.
1: Without any type of... without any type of roadblock or any type of like, um, you know, door that could present itself of of negativity yeah. or or something that could prohibit you from doing, yeah. like, when that roadblock now presents itself and things have to change based off of who you are and who everybody sees you as, yeah. that is a big yeah. fucking difference.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was just like, and but I love the stuff that I'm doing right now so much and the freedom that I will take that because I get to do this like I love the creativity of being able to you know I used to when I made the songs I would make the song and then that was it and then I had to give it to someone else's hands and they did I love making the music videos I love coming up with the publicity the marketing and all of that stuff is so interesting to me and and now uh so if that's the only thing I have to deal with, then I'm, I'm cool with it. It do, It is just, it is a change, you know? And it's so funny because my whole, my whole life, you know, I'll be with the biggest artists in the world and they'll be like, oh, like if I could just do this one thing, like I remember I was with Justin, like just as I started getting big and, and as in that, in that regard. And he was like, man, if I could just like, walk down the street in new york city just like go for a walk tonight Mm. he's like if i could just go for a walk tonight and just like feel safe and feel like i could just like chill he's like do you know how good that would feel and and in that moment i was like what do you mean you could go you know and then you 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 realize like more and more and it's it's that you know You know, and some of my friends, I always used to, when they'd be on tour, I'd be like, come on, let's like go out. Let's like go explore the city. And they would always sit in their hotel room. And then like, you know, now more and more, I I understand the feeling of what people, you know, of the stuff, you know, you know, celebrities have to go through and, and people, and it's, it's, it's an interesting, you know, but Justin, Justin said it well, you know, he was just like, man. He said life could be so much worse. He's like, I'm playing the world's smallest violin for me. He's like, I get to do what I get to do every single yeah. day. And he's like, if this is the price I pay, I'm with it.
1: I mean, look, it's a it's it's a real it's unfortunately, I call it the gift and the curse. Yeah. Right? Like we can't we can't act as if the the gift that presents itself is a bad one you you just can't like it's you're talking about something that makes sense it's 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 when we when we work hard to get to a place and you get to that place nine times out of ten the place is never going to be perfect the place is now going to going to have a newfound world that shows you something else that you're going to have to grow accustomed to and then set new goals to succeed in that um you know as you talk about the hotel insane hotel I'm a I'm a hermit. Like the world of me going out and seeing the most the cities and all that stuff, that doesn't really exist anymore. But yeah. you know what? It's because I'm choosing to not deal with the mass hysteria that happens when I go yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. Now, if you want to deal with that, you can put yourself in that environment and make sure you set up the parameters to do it and do it to your liking, but it's always gonna be a lot. Isn't or it- you can choose the side of peace yeah. and go, ah, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, what you is say? there
2: anywhere in the world where you can just walk and it's just freedom. You could do whatever. Nobody knows. You can just do whatever you want. Have, have you been somewhere no. like that?
1: It's been it's been it's been pretty big. It's been pretty big everywhere. I, I can I can honestly say it. And I say that humbly. Yeah. Of course. Um, you know, there isn't but that's but that's why I go, that's also why I operate um I operate like in the hours. My my hours are before people are getting up. Like yeah. I love, I love the the 5 a.m. You know, the 5 a.m. time period. Because what I love to do is go for a run, go for a walk, um, go to the gym. And in that timeline, you know, it's like the dopest thing is you find yourself yeah. by yourself. Nobody else is there, just you. It's just you, it's just the 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 wind, the concrete,
2: yeah. uh,
1: the sunshine or the night, you know, the nighttime, whatever it is. I like yeah. to operate in a space where I can clear my head. You're waking up. That's at, my functioning. Hours. You're
2: waking up at five. What time you wake up? I
1: wake up at five. Give
2: me give me five, give me five, one. Five. I'm four. one day. Let me hear. Give me the quickest day you could do. I want to know your routine.
1: Quickest day. Um, and this is without work attached, Let's just, without work attached,
2: just a, okay? just a normal, if you had to put all your days together, like, yeah, you're not on a movie set. You're not on a movie set.
1: Okay. Um, then I would say I'm up at four, um, in the gym between four thirty four forty five. I work out till about six <laughs> thirty. uh, get done working out, get done working out after I'm done working out. If I'm home, um, I'm doing recovery. So my massage therapist would be there that's getting stretched, that's getting worked on. I'm on that table for about an hour and a half. By 9 a.m., 8.30, 9 a.m., my kids would be up downstairs. That's breakfast. That's hellos. Um, That's kids off to school dropping kids off to school my youngest my oldest they're driving so they're going getting the kids back coming back home after i come back home uh shower dress i'm out i'm in the office i will be in the office between 10 30 11 until let's just say four get back home back home by four uh go work out again. I'm in the gym again from like 4 45 until like 6: 30 um, kids everybody home settled situated dinner after the dinner with the kids chill fun time talk some shit have a good time finish the day off with probably some work calls end of day updates. Um, I would say that day probably ends on the phone by like 9 because that work of that period of updates is from like 8 to 9 or uh-huh. 8 to 9.30 uh-huh. and then after that me and my wife chill maybe try to watch a movie that we never finished that takes us about a week to watch uh-huh. I'm probably in bed by 10.30, 11 like sleep but I but that lasts like hours of change so my, my day I'm up from 4.30 to like 10, 10 30, and knocked out by like 11. Wait, you're working out for. That's a real. You're day. working out for four hours
2: a day. What the fuck are you doing? I, I love it. What are you doing in there? I got four kids. What you, I got, are you I got just? Are you kids. doing like kung fu? What are you doing for four? I work out. No, so you got it. Bro, here. I work
1: out. I work out. <laughs> I got four kids.
2: Damn. Four hours a day is crazy.
1: You got to think. Okay. All right, listen. So, what is your. You have a quiet time. Right there's a period work, where you work, can go. Workouts and one of mine. Be
2: by. Yeah, that's one of mine. Workout.
1: Okay, so that's your that's your quiet time. That's like time. my yeah my so, my like know, let it all
2: out time. Feel feel my chi. Yeah. You need four hours. That's my, to so, have so that's my shit. thing.
1: I need, dude. I got to do it at the top of the day. Yeah. That's how I set up for the for the shit show of a yeah. day that I'm about to have. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, I'm in there and it's just me. Um, that was probably outside of my trainer because I'm just doing cardio, but that's where I'm just like kind of oh, so like winding down.
2: Okay, so okay, so you do so you do weights in the morning cardio at night. Yeah. Okay, okay.
1: And yeah. then you'll you do I'll do I'll do cardio at night with like light corn. Like and then you're like
2: you're like bullshitting that. a little bit in there, right? Like you're like hanging out, you're talking, you're dancing or no. no that's no. crazy no. for for four hours. <laughs> it's nuts. That you work out every seven days no. a week?
1: No, I'm seven. That's I'm seven days a week. Sundays a light. That's right. you are. Right.
2: You're but right. that's my thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's
1: my. That's my. Like, I need that. If I don't have that, I'm fucked. Like, you know how people are like. I need my coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I need to do this or that. If I don't work yeah, yeah. out, I feel like I did not. I did not work on myself. Vacation like, I too. Need that. Vacation and, too. And that, I'm. I'm in there. I'm in what the, about what? I'm, I just get up before everybody, and
2: then you do, and then when you when you're, uh, yeah. But what about say you're shooting morning shoot four forty five wake up call.
1: I'm in the gym before three. <laughs> Everything just gets pushed up, and and you got to think I'm at a point where these shooting schedules are dictated around like yeah when I'm saying like guys what time we should start yeah 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 so. Yeah. You know, nothing. Nothing is going to compromise. What about night shoot? Go to the gym and then. Go. What about
2: your night shoot? That, that messes. Before. That messes up your whole schedule when you got the night shoot all night. It messes I'm up your schedule.
1: In it. I'm still in there. That's crazy. I'm in it, and I got a gym trailer. I lo- so the gym trailer is on set. I love the
2: dedication, man. That, okay, so then I got one other question. I got one last question that I got to ask. Go ahead. What? So what's go what's next? What's what's next for you?
1: That's a great question. This is the question. All right. So you know where? Wow. Full circle moment. So when you say anxiety, yeah, this is possibly where some anxiety could present itself. Okay. When I get to thinking about how I'm wrapping it all up. Yeah. How do I how do I wrap it up? Right. Because right now, the biggest thing that I'm trying to accomplish is the concept and idea of generational wealth. The biggest thing that I'm thinking about is the pillar that will stand that is that that acts as the thing that the family now and my family's family and their family's family can tap into can I can I build an infrastructure that changes the course and direction of success for our family moving forward, right? like like and this thing doesn't mean everybody has to sign up to do it. But this thing has so many pillars and branches attached to it that, whatever the world of liking and love that somebody underneath the heart umbrella that's coming up has, this foundation it, it, it has something for you to tap in. Uh So if it's writing, uh, acting, directing, creating, um, animation, Uh if it's, um, uh, audio, you know, literature, like whatever it is, advertising, media posts, uh, is it real estate, whatever these things are, if I've kind of tapped in and either kick doors open or just turn the key Mm -hmm. that allows somebody else to further open Mm -hmm. that to me would be the best story of grandpa heart great grandpa heart great great grandpa whatever the fuck it is it's like yo man he set it up and now we have the ability to expand it and go further so me thinking about how i'm going to really do that to the best of my ability like I'm willing to die with it all on the table knowing that my kids and my kids kids will be set up in a manner that I'd never you know I would I would have never dreamed of. Yeah. That they can take and run with it. You know what Aren't I mean? Aren't they already there though? Like I get off <laughs> I mean, my here's his it depends on how you think about it. Like my kids, my kids are fine, but my kids still have and they're grasping the understanding that nothing is given; it's earned. Uh-huh. But what are their kids going to do, uh-huh. right? Like, like my kids may not grab a liking to this thing. And if they did, is it just one tier or uh-huh. one opportunity, or is it several that they can say, "Wow, this is what I want to do." Like, I don't want to force my kids uh-huh. to follow the footsteps of what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I want there to be options for them to discover the thing that they want to do. Uh-huh. That's the that's the difference. It's like in if done correctly then great like dude i get off benny i get off when i when i go to places and you see signs like if you see hilton if you see rockefeller uh-huh. if you see jp morgan chase when you see these names on these like franchises on these things that are worldwide you see the same names on them uh-huh. like that to me is the biggest motivation in the world somebody's name is on something that is recognized worldwide. Mm-hmm. That's the definition of a brand. Like when you look at Target, Walmart, but like these things to me, I'm like, damn, that's the biggest idea. Those are the biggest fucking versions of an idea. Mm-hmm. I just think on that scale. Maybe I get there. Maybe I won't. Heart.
2: And what? what heart. 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 Selling the finest in Pharmaceutical diarrhea medicine. I don't know. You don't even know what it's going to be.
1: I mean, whatever. As long as whatever. we're there, but baby. You're not going um, to bless me with a last name like heart. Yeah. And I'm not going to take full advantage yeah. on the opportunity of heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's so it's much.
2: always, you know, it's always, the, and then there's always that that conversation. You know, I, I, I was talking I was talking to, to my brother about this the other day. And he was like, he asked me, he said, he said, when's it enough? He was like, "When when's it enough? And I told him, I said, I, mm. I, said, I don't do it for anyone mm. else. Like, it's like, you know, I do it just because it makes me excited. Like, I don't, I'm not sitting there thinking about like, okay, when I do this, mm. that'll be enough. I, I just like, I, I just can't stop. I can't stop because I love it. That's also my gym. Like working is my gym mm. too. Mm. That's like, I find a calmness in the chaos. Do you find that? Ever?
1: I, I Yes, dude. There's so many. So <laughs> Benny, I like you, man. I want to go on record saying I fucking <laughs> like Benny Blanco, man. Like, yes. Something about the chaos. Something about the stress. Something about the It makes me relax. It, it
2: makes me relax. I, feed off of I it, don't man. understand. Yeah. Like, when nothing's <laughs> going on, I'm like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? You know what I <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, now wait a
1: minute. Yeah, and and, and they're like, I'm at, I'm at a point where, like, I'm I'm really in my head about like yeah. slowing down, yeah. needing to slow down, making sure I give my family the time, and at the same time, I'm like, but fuck, yeah, yeah. I want to do shit, but I'm like, but I gotta slow down. You know what I mean? Like I'm. You have I'm to have bad- the That's my battle. The balance. That's what I'm now. Really the balance is very is my, important. Yes. Yes. So maybe that's where, maybe yeah. that's where the anxiety side of it, that's where it's presenting itself. So to answer your question earlier, it's in that. It's in, it's in the finding balance. the best way to really dictate and manage and make sure that I'm balancing correctly. Even yeah. though I feel like I want more, I can do more. Making sure that I'm allowing the time for my loved ones yeah, to you love to, me and for me you have, to love them. Yeah, like you
2: have to not feel bad you know what what I mean? about yourself. Like, you know, some of my friends, they feel guilty when they're not doing stuff and it's like it's okay like I always everything is very important to me for me it's all about that balance it's like yeah I'm working really hard today but then I got a bunch of you know my friend's kids coming over and we're gonna have a pool party tonight and you know what I mean and then it's like you always gotta I'm always trying to find that in in like you know, I never work on weekends ever. Don't work on weekends. It's just not happening. Like, and it's, and it, and that stuff's hard. I remember like when I first started doing that weekends thing, like I remember there was like one time where like, it was like, they were like, Rihanna wants to work on the weekend. You know what I mean? And it's like, and you, and it's like when I was like first starting to do it and you just have to, you have to learn to like manage these situations. And it's like, the one thing that I always No, to be true, after having many different businesses, many different things, dealing with so many people, there's always time. Whenever someone says this is the last possible second you can do it, there is always more time. There always is. And if there isn't, fuck it.
1: You are so right because you you really do. You really, really do understand what you just said is true. There's always time always there's Mm -hmm. never not time and 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 it depends on what Mm -hmm. you choose to make time for what you choose to prioritize Mm -hmm. and even when there may not be time in that moment there's time for you to discover that you can make time right like so so i'm a firm believer in there's never not time it's just never not time for what you don't want there to be time for but the things that you really (laughs) want to do you always can do this is dope man ladies and gentlemen this is Gold Minds. Y'all know if you do. We get inside the minds of amazing people. And oh my God, today was no different. An amazing mind this was it was Benny Blanco thank you so much man for being on gold mines much appreciated champ
2: thank you so much man
1: listen to an extended version of this show as well as my radio show straight from the heart and all sorts of great stand up and talk on laugh out loud radio channel 96 on the xxm app new subscribers get three months free by going to seriousxm.com backslash laugh out loud radio that's seriousxm.com backslash lol radio offer details apply
0: Gold with Kevin Hart is a serious XM and LOL radio production. Executive produced by Kevin Hart, Ty Randolph, Eric Eddings, and Eric Weil. With Tastemakers Media, Emil Garner, and Ian McDonald. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well.